Welcome to the Fox River Podcast. Our mission is a heart for people and a message of Jesus. We hope you are encouraged in your faith through this message. Thanks for listening. So glad for everybody that's joining with us. Those are online. I know more they're online this weekend than um, ever before. And again, we want to say welcome. So the, th- the series we're in now is called Thrive. The purpose of it is that we would thrive. Why? Because I'm pretty sure that that is a desire that each and every one of us have. And I can tell you sincerely, it is my hope, it is my prayer for each and every one of us that we would do just that. But beyond those things, it is Jesus' desire for us as well. You heard Dr. K mention Jesus' purpose statement that he gave in the book of John was this. He said, I have come that you might have life and have it to the full. The more that I just, you know, you know take time to think about what Jesus says here, there is the, the bigger and bigger that these statements of Jesus get in my life. But that last part, have it to the full, takes us right back to this area that we're gonna step into, which is about thriving. Now, the last couple of years really haven't been years that a lot of us would say have been years of thriving for us. In fact, you may have described your last couple of years, you know, 2020, 2021, as years of survive versus thrive. Of course, we've had COVID, all kinds of sickness that's gone on. We've, you know, many of us have lost loved ones. There have been financial issues that have come upon us. We've got um, divisiveness like we've never had before, both politically and racially that's going on. And if that weren't enough, we see stress that just continues to go up and up and up. In fact, I probably don't have to ask the room, I don't have to ask you online, if you've experienced higher levels of stress, higher causes of worry over these last couple years, and maybe where you're at just like right now, than you ever have before. And unfortunately, life seems to have a gravitational pull away from thrive. So survive is sometimes what we're feeling is the best that we can do. And it's into our real lives that Jesus steps. And he says, I want to make a difference. And that's a really, really important thing that we're saying right there. That Jesus wants to be a difference maker in our lives. He's not saying you're going to have a problem-free life. He's not saying you're not going to have stress. Don't mishear what he's saying. But he is saying that it is possible for us to thrive. And there are five areas that are going to make up human thriving for each and every one of us. In fact, these five areas were true before Jesus' time. They are true in Jesus' time. They are true after Jesus' time. They are true today. Five areas for human thriving will include health, relationships, our vocation, that is jobs or school, our finances, and our faith. All of those individual, yet all of those interconnected. Sometimes I think about it like, you know, just our human anatomy. We all have these systems that um, keep us alive, right? We've got a circulatory system, our respiratory system. We've got our digestive system. They talked a little bit about that. We've got our nervous system. We've got our skeletal muscular system. They're all individual, but at the same time, they are interconnected. And our health goes about as well 
as the weakest of those systems. And so when you start to think about these five systems with regards to thrive, health, we're talking about physical and mental with regards to that, relationships, vocation, finances, faith, how they're all interconnected, yet the weakest one may be the level that we're able to rise in thriving in. Hence, we wanna get all of them in front of us. And that's what we're gonna do over the next five weeks. We'll just, we'll take one each week. In fact, there has never been a better series to be able to say to a friend, hey, why don't you come out? Because I guarantee you, these five areas are what it takes for them to thrive as well. It's gonna be, it's gonna make for really, really good and strong conversations that are taking place. You can share this with a friend this week and say, join me next week and watch God begin this new year in what seems to be some pretty difficult circumstances and put us on a trajectory that we all wanna be on together. And to that end, I just wanna start us off with this prayer. Would you join me? Jesus, you've said that you've come for life and life to the full. Would you please help each of us to be able to realize it in our life and to realize it from you? That's our prayer. Our prayer for 2022. We ask it in your name and everybody in agreement said, amen. All right, so we're gonna start out this week with health. Now, you might think about like health, like what does that have to do with us here in church? But I can't think of anything that would be more relatable and anything that's more, you know, like, you know, in the moment right now than what we find ourselves. Simple question. How many have either been sick or know somebody that's sick? Can I see your hands? Yeah, I'm, notice I didn't say how many are sick right now, because if you are and you're right next to you, it's like, you know, don't want to know that information, right? I mean, this is like, we are literally in this, you know, this peak that's going on right now. So what does God have to say to us about this area of health? On 3 John, we find these words. In fact, would you read them with me? Everybody? Dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good and that all may go well with you, even as your soul is getting along well. Now, I remind you, the words that we're looking at are words given by the Holy Spirit of God, preserved for us, given to us. This is God's desire for you. And so if I were to ask you today, how's your health? I mean, I think sometimes we just kind of go to a quick default. You're either sick or you're not. So if you're sick, you're going, I'm not so good. And if you're not sick, you go, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm like, I'm okay. Um, if you've got a chronic illness or if you're battling, you know, like a disease of cancer, you go like, oh, I'm not doing that good. But if you're, if you're not, you don't have any of those things in your life, you're just going like, yeah, I'm okay. So let's change it just a little. Let me ask you today, how is your physical fitness today. If you were to rate yourself on a scale of one to 10, one, uh, not good, 10, like, couldn't get any better, what number would you give yourself? Now, as you're doing that, I want to just pause to say in every one of the five areas of Thrive, they could become a minefield or a quicksand to you for either judgment or self-condemnation. You can start looking around at other people and judging other people 
We can have this immediate self-condemnation. It's already like, you know what, if I knew we were talking about health today, I wouldn't have come. I'm gonna turn this off. You know, I'm gonna turn you down online that way because we gravitate that way. That is not why we bring up a series like that. That is not why God is gonna say the things to us that he's going to say. He's gonna say it to the opposite end that we would thrive, that we would find grace, that we would find hope and help in Jesus. So that's what he wants for us. So as we begin thinking about where am I today, I want to get us thinking about some of the things that God tells us about us. A couple things for sure I want you to know about you, about your body. We'll start with physical health and we'll just go to um, mental health as well. God wants you to know this, that your body is something that has been fearfully and wonderfully designed. In fact, the scriptures put it this way. I will praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful, and I know that full well. We start looking at how God has made us. Do you know every one of us right now are made up of a hundred trillion cells? That's mind-boggling, right? You are a hundred trillion cells, every one of them individually alive, and every one of them purposeful. Just standing here right now, I'm using about 300 different muscles to stand and to maintain my balance. This fearful, wonderful is a rabbit that I could chase for a long, long time. And the longer you chase it, the more magnificent this creation of God actually becomes. That's you. That's your body. But the other truth that God would say, I want you to know this from the very beginning, for the perspective that you're going to need for the rest of your life, is this that I have made you a physical, metaphysical person. You are both physical and non-physical or spiritual immaterial that way. It means this. Um, anybody ever heard before somebody say, um, your body, it's just a shell that your spirit kind of resides in? You know, and someday, you know, you just kind of shuck the shell and then, you know, the spirit goes on. That's part that lives. Anybody hear anything like that, you know, before? But if you have, I just got to tell you, it's not true. Your body is just as much you as your spirit is you. In fact, here's kind of a quick theological insight. Did you know that your body is going to be a part of you for all eternity? Truth. Some of you are freaking out right now, aren't you? Like, what? Now, Jesus is the model with this, so here's the good news. You will get some upgrades. Yeah. Um, your body at its best will be going into eternity that way, just as Jesus is himself. But we're going to be reminded of great truths like this at the same time. You know what that means? It means for all eternity, there is going to be race, there is going to be gender, and that is a good thing. You're fearfully wonderfully made. And your body, it is you. So what does God tell us about our body? Now, he actually says a lot, but again, we got to keep it kind of a you know, bigger picture right now. One of the things he tells us about our body, 1 Corinthians 6, he gives you some information, and then he goes to a therefore. So let's get the information out. He says, do you not know that your bodies are the temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you've received from God? You're not your own. You're bought at a price. So what does this mean? I mean, our body being the temple of God, a temple is the meeting place of God. 
the place that God meets with us. Also, it is the meeting place for others to come. The reason we love our neighbors, the reason that we um, bless our neighbors, as we do that, it's the time that they, in those actions, they can meet with God. So here's the information he said, but now, therefore. Therefore, in fact, would you read the therefore with me? Ready? Therefore, honor God with your bodies. Flat out, God wants you to honor him with your body. He wants you to honor him by what you do with it. He wants you to do by how you take care of it. He says it is a stewardship that's given to every one of us, and it really does matter. So if we now, knowing what we know, can I just do this quick test? How are you doing physically with regards to your health right now? If you had to give yourself a number, one to 10, what number would you give yourself? And the most important thing is going to be, what direction are you moving? Because if we're going to be thriving, then we want to be, and you know, pick an area, Jamie talked about you know, um, what we put in our bodies, so what we're eating, how we're sleeping, you know, exercise. Maybe this year, if you are going to be moving toward the direction of health, moving up that scale, something that you need to add as a habit, maybe there's a habit you need to take away from. But I know this, everyone in here has a body. Wait, let me check. Yes, everyone in here has a body. Every one of us in here is somewhere. And you are the starting point. You're the starting point for you. See, if you start looking around or comparing yourself with others, scripture is like crystal clear. It says this, and they comparing themselves by themselves and among themselves are not wise. Stop comparing your physical health with somebody else's physical health. Just look at what has God given me for the opportunity to be able to thrive physically or thrive in health and take that step in that direction. We'll come back. Because there's another part of our health, and that's our mental health. And our physical and our mental health, you could say, are really never gonna be able to be pulled apart. And the one affects the other, and the other affects it. If you do nothing, I mean, you do nothing with regards to your physical health, are you gonna move in the direction of thrive or are you gonna move away from it? Simple question. You do nothing, are you going up or down? Yeah, if you do nothing, right? This may even be more true mentally for us. And here's why I say that. Every day, here's again, you're fearful, wonderfully made. Every day, you think tens of thousands of thoughts. Now here's what cognitive researchers tell us. You may want to write this down. But when I think about it, you may not want to write it down. But actually, you're not going to be able to unhear what I just tell you, so it's like, okay, here, here it is. Cognitive researchers tell us, every day, 75 to 80% of your thoughts are negative. Anybody surprised by this? And if that isn't sobering enough, they say that the majority of those thoughts, that 75 to 80% of your negative thoughts, they are repetitive. 
We tell ourselves the same story after story after story. I am, I am, they are, they are, it is, it is, over and over and over again. Which begins to explain a lot of things when it with regards to mental health and the whole mental health field right now. See, the problem that we have is we got ants. And when you got ants, right, you just, it's, it's a problem, right? I mean, look at the person next to you and just say, sorry, you got ants. It's a, it's a, again, cognitive research term. It means automatic negative thinking. Now you can say, sorry, you got, you got ants, I got ants. Like, we are, like, what do you do now? Because we got ants. God says we are going to have to be intentional. So, he speaks to us. Again, Jesus' desire, I want you to have life to the full. And here's one of the ways that that will take place. If you have a Bible with you, we're going to look at Philippians chapter 4, verse number 6. It's worth pulling up in your phone just to kind of you know, mark this here. Because he starts out with these words, do not be anxious about anything. Anxious, don't, have, you know, don't maintain anxiety. Don't be in a state of worry. Now, he's not saying you're never going to have anything to worry about. He's never, something's going to grip you and cause you anxiety. He's saying here, don't continue to live in this cycle of it, that repetitive thinking. But in every situation, that is, in every one of the situations that's causing you anxiety, you know what it is. Every one of the things that's causing you to worry, you know what it is. They're repetitive things that are just going on. Every one of those, he said, I want you to use prayer, petition, with thanksgiving. That is, present your request to God. Because it's the peace of God which transcends understanding that will guard your hearts and your, do you see it? Minds in Christ Jesus. He says, finally, brothers and sisters, if it's true, if it's noble, if it's right, if it's pure, if it's lovely, if it's admirable, if there's anything excellent or praiseworthy, think about these things. And whatever you've learned, received, or heard, or seen in me put into practice, and here it is, the God of peace will be with you. So now we come to our mental health, and if I were to ask you today, on a scale of one to 10, where would you grade yourself with your mental health and thriving? Because we're all somewhere. And we're moving, and we've got a direction right now. We might be being pulled down by the ants. We might be moving up toward thriving. And with our mental health, we learn that there are two things that will always make the difference for us. Input and then intentionality. We did a series uh, just a while back. It's called Brainstorm. In fact, if you want to go back, it's, you know, dealt with cognitive, you know, um, our brain, brain, brain research, but how the brain and the spirit work together and how to thrive that way. QR code's got it. You can, it's on the website if you want as well. Just kind of like, yeah, how can I get even mentally healthier? But the two things of input, first of all, we ask, what are we putting into our minds? Are we feeding our negative thinking? And for you, maybe it's the news, or maybe it's music, or maybe it's, you know, it's media. Maybe it's some people that, you know, that you're, that you're listening to right now. But based on that input, if it's bad, well, the negative thoughts grow stronger. If it's good, now we're moving in the right direction. But because we all have thoughts, and you don't 
You know, decide what you're going to think. You decide what the input's coming in, but you get to decide what you do with a thought when it's in front of you. And here's where Jesus says this. I want you to bring your thoughts into or under me. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, bring every thought into the captivity of obedience of Christ. In other words, we're gonna ask these questions. What does Jesus think about this? What does Jesus say about this? What would Jesus tell me about this? What is the truth about this that I'm thinking right now? And when we do that, we can again begin to thrive with our mental health. I wanna move this into an action phase. Because the information's like really good, but what am I gonna do with it? And you are not gonna thrive just by learning some things. We need to be doing some things. So there's four things that we will do every week. You know, every one of the areas of Thrive, it's the same thing. We want to begin with God. We want to determine what is a small step that we can take. We want to share it with a friend or a group. And we want to, if we are stuck, get help. Let me start with the first one. So with regards to our health right now, with regards to our bodies, we want to begin with God. You just want to acknowledge again, God, I, you, know, you may not realize, like, I have this for all eternity, as well as, I can't believe, I heard this quote twice this week already. Um, I think it's originally attributed to Mickey Mantle, but he said, um, he, he said this. <laughs> he said, um, if I knew that I was going to live this long, I would have taken better care of my body. So we have that opportunity right now just going like, ah, it's probably a good idea that we're taking care of ourselves because it does have long-term consequences. But it also has a response to God because it matters to him. He said, I want you to honor me with your body. What it is that you're doing now, I want you to pray about, I want you to begin with me. That's the starting point. Then, what is a small step? Now, I'm gonna emphasize a small step because a lot of us in here are what I call three to seven people. In other words, I'm at a three with regards to my physical health right now. I think I'm gonna jump to a seven. And that's, you know, and that's your plan. Like, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna just change everything. I'm going from three to seven. And if, you're, if, you, if you get three to seven mentality, you, you know what you have? You have New Year's resolutions. You've got great intention. But I hate to tell you, it's not gonna happen. But if you would go from a three to a baby step forward, maybe I'm at 3.1, to another baby step forward, like a 3.3, to another one, maybe I'm at 3.5, and after four or five baby steps, I find that I'm at a four. You know what? You've done two things. You've got moving in the right direction, but you've realized if you can go from a three to a four, you can go from a four to a five. You can go from a five to a six. Now, I don't know specifically what that's going to be for you, so now is the time in which we're going like, what is my baby step with regards to, let's say, mental health? Maybe for you, it's going to be this. You are going to begin each day with a verse of the day. Now, we've talked about that on many occasions, but it's input. It's positive thinking. It's like, I am starting my direction out there. I'm getting, again, this focus on God that way mentally. That might be your baby step that way. It may be a reduction of some of the negative input that's coming in. Physically for you, maybe your um, step toward better health, maybe it's going to be um, getting more sleep. And your baby step is, I am going to get 15 minutes more sleep. 
I don't know if you're gonna have to go to bed earlier to get it. If you're gonna you know, sleep a little bit longer, but you know that you know that sleep is an issue for you right now. And it's like, I'm taking a baby step in that direction. Determine what is yours. And when you have it, here's what I want you to do. Share it with somebody else. Go public with it. If you're in a group, talk about it with your group. A couple things. If you're interested, again, you know, like in growing in health, you heard about the group that Jamie and Mark are going to be doing on Mondays. I'd say this about the group. I mean, you can come here for free, or you can go to Carroll University and get the same information for thousands of dollars. Your choice. It's an incredible opportunity. You know, think value, my favorite price, free. But we've also tried to set you up to take what we're you know, what we're doing, and bring it home with you. So in, at the bottom of the notes, if you don't have the notes up, um, you can go to the app, go to the notes section. I've got like four or five questions there for you to ask at home. You talk about things that matter with your family. You know, if you've got kids, you know, you've got, you know, with your spouse, with other people that you're with, to be able to say, hey, let's just take these things and work through them. If you do this as a family, you begin to thrive together, it's gonna be powerful, and it's also what we call good parenting. It's also what we call discipleship. That's the power of getting it just beyond me. Now, the fourth thing I said in every one of these um, Thrive Matters is gonna be, if you're stuck, get help. Because I know this, if you could get unstuck by yourself, you would. But when you're stuck, you need help. In fact, this is what God says about that. He says, the way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a person who listens to advice is wise. You may have heard um, men say before, like, you know, no, nah, I don't go, I, you know, I'm not gonna go see a doctor. You know, I'm just kind of, it's because I'm a man. Please, if you are a man, don't, you know, don't let other people know it anymore. You know, if you're gonna say things like that, just stop giving us a bad name that way. You're one step toward health. You know, like, you're stuck. It's like, I'm gonna go see a doctor. Or I'm going to go see a physical trainer. I mean, I don't know what to do, but they do. They could help me to get unstuck. Mental health, same thing. If you are stuck right now, please see a counselor. We've got biblical counselors here in church to be able to help. We've also got, you know, there's, there's godly counselors outside of church. Wherever you get help, would you get help? I've got a, I've got a good friend, a godly person, like capital G, godly person. Truth. 2021, not a good year mentally. They were stuck. And they were like, you know, moving way down the Thrive scale. But they went and they got help. Now, 2022, they're in a very, very good place. My respect for them is like through the roof. We begin to think, again, self-condemnation, judgment, like if I went, what would somebody say? What would God say? If you just said, I know you said a fool's right in his own eyes, but a wise person seeks counsel, but I don't think I'm gonna do that. Not what Jesus, your savior, would say to you. He'd say, please, get help so that you can thrive. It's what I want for you. In fact, let's end where we started. Jesus' words. He said, I've come that you may have life and that you may have it to the full. 
and your health matters to me. I will help you if you'll follow me. Let's do that. Now, if you don't have Jesus yet, the first part of that verse is so important. When he said, I've come that you might have life. To receive Jesus, God says, is to receive eternal life. In fact, he said that he so loved the world that he gave Jesus. That whoever would believe in him wouldn't perish but have everlasting life. And if you haven't trusted him as Savior, realize that what he did on the cross was actually for you. And come in humility, repentance, and faith. Say, Jesus, I do need you as Savior, and I want to ask you. No better way to start the year of 2022. No better way to begin to thrive than by doing this with Jesus. Because you can try and thrive in life without him, and you're on your own. Or you can take Jesus in, and the Jesus factor in every area of thrive is exponential. It is supernatural. And that's what Jesus wants for you, but it begins with a relationship with him. And if that's what you need, I invite you to take it now. Let's pray together, guys. Jesus, thank you that you made these declarations that our, that our health, that our relationships, that our finances, that our jobs, that our faith, they really matter to you. And you'll help us. And that's what I'm praying for all of us. For those that are here now, Lord, and they're ready to trust you as Savior. And their prayer is, Jesus, as best I know how, would you save me? I pray this in your name. If that's you today, friend, here online, would you just boldly raise a hand saying, Guy, today's the day that I'm asking Jesus Christ as best I know how to be my Savior. Take a moment, you can wave at me. Yeah. Thank you for saving grace, Jesus, for each of these individuals, for everyone online. And help us with clarity to say, here's the one thing that I can do for my physical or for my mental health to begin now to thrive. And I'm asking you for your help with it. We pray each and every one of these things in your wonderful name. And all God's people said, amen. If you were encouraged by today's talk, be sure to subscribe and share with your friends. Visit us online at foxriverchristian.org or check us out in person. Thanks again for listening to the Fox River Podcast.